What's up, lovely people? I would like to introduce you to a new affiliate that I'm working with called Tribe Beauty Box. Now, if you're a person like me who likes to play in makeup, then this is the box for you. Now, I've tried different beauty boxes and I love them all, but now I want to try a new one because I want to look fabulous for my birthday month, okay, which is October, so get into it. Tribe Beauty Box is a 100% female and woman of color owned company. Hashtag female is the future. Now, I'm not talking about this just just to be talking about this. I'm going to save you money because you know mama loves to save coins, Okay. So if you use the code Ricky, R-I-C-K-I, you will get some money off of your Tribe Beauty Box. This is a deal. Go get you a Tribe Beauty Box. Try some new things out and have fun. It is almost Halloween. So I know a lot of us are not going anywhere, but you got to take pictures for Instagram, right? So you got to look cute. So come on, get you a Tribe Beauty Box. Look cute. Support women black owned business and let's do this thing together let's make this a fun community and let's look cute while we do it okay all right so try beauty box use the code r-i-c-k-i that's ricky for some dollars off all right info will be in the show notes and also if you go to my instagram becoming a dot podcast go to the bio click the link and it will be there as well let mama save you some money and try out some new makeup all right all right guys now let's get into the show your girl Ricky here with another episode of Becoming a Dot 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 Podcast. Today I have a special guest, Marco. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I met Marco uh, through my cousin Brandon. We started a group of for Insecure called Black and On Time. That wasn't the official name, but I felt like you know, we was black and we was on time. So I was like, we need, I need to make that into T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Black and On Oh, actually, that would be a good profitable business, um, Black and On Time. Yes. Okay. My my brother um, is making T-shirts and stuff, so I will put that into him. Okay. Okay. I, so and make sure you send me the link so I can order one. Okay. Okay. All right. So Michael <laughs> is here and he's amazing. And um, he just brings so much energy and life and just, just beautiful, you know, just beautiful. So how you doing? I'm doing good. You know, just living another wonderful day in this shitty place we call America. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm amazing. I'm black. Still black and proud, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Don't stay black, gonna be black, forever black. Okay, always gonna be black. (laughs) Right? Blacker than black. Um, Okay. Yes, so we're here today. Um, So, you know, September is Suicide Prevention Month, and um, 
with the way this year has set up, uh, I can see why that it'll be more this year than any other year um, because depression has been going through, I think, to everybody, like, since, what, March, you know? So, and I know people, and I've talked to people, like, I just talked to my friend today, and I was like, you know, sometimes I get up and I don't want to do nothing. Like, I don't even want to get out of bed. I don't want to talk to nobody. I made plans, and I'm like, I don't want to even do that, you mm. know? And sometimes I wake up and I just cry. Like, I just want to cry all day, you know? And I can't stop crying. And one time I had to just take a mental mental day from work, and I was just like, I can't. I just couldn't do it. Like, I was getting ready to go to work, and I was like, I just can't. Like, I, I'm not in the mood for it. You know, I need money because <laughs> I got bills to pay. But I'm like, I'm not in that headspace today. And I think, especially this year, we all need to take time and focus on what we need, you know. And I know you went through some things like that. So how do how do you deal with going through or how did you did you recognize it or did it take you time to recognize that you were going through something? Um, It took me time. So I thought it was completely normal that people would just like ignore everybody Mm -hmm. and like not like want to talk and just cry. I was like, oh, you know, everybody's going through these emotions. But like for me in particular, it was like a wake up call. And I was like, we need to get down to like the root of why we're angry and do other things like exercise or eat right. Or, you know, maybe just call that old friend that you have not talked to in a long time that just brings joy to your life. Um, I have a personal rule that, um, I can only stay down for 12 hours. So whatever I'm mad or depressed or crying about, I need to get it all out, write in my journal, maybe record an episode. And, you know, however, however I feel in that moment to just release that stressfulness. And after that 12 hours, it's on to the next thing, like more positive things. Like let's look at the outcomes of what we've done and how we better on ourselves. So I personally have been going through therapy um, during this whole pandemic and a little bit before this, um, just because I've been in your spot too, like waking up and you're just like, not a fucking again. Oops, excuse me. Can I cuss? Yes, you can. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) my bad. (laughs) Um, Like I've been there where I'm literally just waking up and I'm like, okay, let's just check the Twitter today. And the first tweet is somebody got shot. I'm like, you know, I just want a fun day as an adult where... It's like, let's just have mimosas and, like, not talk about Black Lives Matter or anybody getting shot. Like, let's get back to as close as normal as we can. And it's hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. And I don't know if you listen to uh, The Read. I love The Read. I love it, love it, love it. So I I got triggered from the show when um, Kid Fury was talking about suicide like he was you know contemplating and he's like I literally was in the car tears rolling down my face because I understand how he feels mm-hmm. like I've been in a situation where I did try to kill myself um you know and that's hard for me to say because I don't think anybody would think me <laughs> you know because Ricky Ricky's happy Ricky's like this all the time and it's just like sometimes I have to put on 
for people. And it's exhausting because I can't be sad or, oh my God, Ricky's what's wrong. And I just want to be left alone. Like, just leave me alone. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk about like <laughs> the reason I'm over here quiet. Cause I don't want to talk about it. Like let it go. And people will not let it go with me. And I'm just like, ah, but like listening to him talk about it. And even like now, like you would think, oh, Kid Fury, the, he, they got to read, they got a TV show, he's got all this stuff going on. And you're like, why would he? And you just don't know what people are going through. So, and I was sitting there like getting triggered. I was like, I, I know exactly what he's feeling. Like, I felt like that before. And, and you know, I've never told any of my family members now that if they listen and they gonna know now. But, you know, <laughs> but I was just like, I was at a place where I was just like, Maybe I'd just be better off if I wasn't here, you know? And luckily, you know, I'm still here. It didn't work out what I planned to do, but... <laughs> well, well, good, because if it did work out, we wouldn't be right here together. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I just, I had to learn for myself what I needed for me, you know? And it's still a process. Like, it's still... I still go through things and I'm like, God, I just, I just, I don't want to deal, but I have to, cause I have a kid now and you know, I'm his only parent. So I can't do him like that. Cause that's selfish, you know? So man, like when I listened to that, I just, I was like, I, I, I feel you. I definitely felt the emotion in that episode. Um, I didn't know that about Kid Fury either, so that was like a shocker. I haven't been to my lowest, but I've had friends that have came to me and was like, I'm just about to do it. I'm like, okay, so we're not going to do it today. Let's just calm down. Let's just breathe. Um, So I, like, emotionally, I've been there with people, just not with myself. So big ups because I know like that's a really dark space to like try to climb yourself back out of when there's like let me not speak for you but for the experiences that my friends went through like there's just nothing positive going on in their life and they're just like why am I here no one cares I'm talking or I'm doing this I feel like I'm doing but I think I'll be better off just not here and I'm like no like I love you like, I don't care what people say. Like, I like the crying you. I like the angry you. I like cuss me out in a fun way you. Like, I like all of you. So if you're not here, I'm going to be hurting. Right. Like, continue to spread your joy across the world. Because right. suicide, ooh, if anybody out there has been, ooh, you know who else? Um, Tamar, when her letter came out, I started crying. I didn't even read it because I, I, when I, I, I was like, nope, nope, I got I can't, I can't do it. And um, now that she has this show, you know, Get Your Life, mm-hmm. she, she's, I haven't watched it. I just been watching um, reviews from it. And she, ooh, like she's been going through a lot. And having it play out on TV, I think is not the best thing for her. I know it's TV worthy because it's Tamar and, you know, she's dramatic. And I mean, granted, I love Tamar from being on TV. So I'm just like, oh, get your life, girl. Yes. Tamar, come on. You know, so I love, but 
you can see it in her face that she's going through something and the people around her are not helping her new man, like finding stuff about him on the show. Like he's toxic to her. Um, you know, and her ex-husband is trying to help too. So it's just, it's, it's man, it's crazy. I, um, I want to tap into what you said. He was like the people around her, aren't like really benefiting mm-hmm. like she's not benefiting anything from those people they're toxic and i also think that's very valuable too like if you're down at like your worst so to say and you have nobody there to like support you you should like that's a reflection on the people that you keep around you not saying like beat yourself up about it but that's also a lesson that can be learned like hey so i'm actually really crying for help right now and not one person here cares about me I've called them. I have texted them. Maybe I should just reevaluate my circle. Like, and I can speak from that experience because doing therapy, I had to reevaluate my circle. Because mm. I'm a loving person. I like meeting people. And it almost reminds me of the Megan situation when she said um, mm. she's like this really bubbly person, but she just sometimes have the wrong people around her. And it was just a lesson. And I was like, I felt that because in the moment you don't really realize these people aren't really for you so to say but after the after the lights flash and your eyes open you're like oh you know what this is not what i want so you have to navigate and just figure out what you need as a person what is going to nutrition you yeah and the thing with friends like Sometimes friends ain't supposed to be in your life all your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) you have friends that you know since you were younger, but you've grown, you've you've gone different ways. You've gone different paths. And sometimes you let stuff slide because they are your friend and Mm -hmm. you've known them for years. But, mm, like, I had a situation with a friend and I'm just like, I don't, she said something and it kind of triggered me. And I was like, do you? feel that way about me and I didn't you know what I'm saying like I didn't like how it came off although I don't think she yeah I don't know I just I I talked to another friend about it and she was like well maybe she was I was like no I think mm I don't nah (laughs) so I kind of backed up off of her a little bit because you know it's just like I'm not trying to like boast about stuff like, but you know, if I'm happy about something, but then you say something negative every time that I say something, then why am I talking to you? Well, you know? Why why aren't you gassing me up? I love gassing people up. Right. It's one of my favorite things to do. Why are you out here? I see you actually on Amazon um podcast, Ricky. Yes. <laughs> see. You better be out here doing it, submitting applications, getting your voice heard. Yes. I'm trying, honey. I'm trying to get out there, okay? <laughs> yes. I was like, ooh, I should probably do that, too, for Hear Me Out. Um, yes, you should. But um, it's just, like, we just have to evaluate. I'm all for um, being a seasonal friend in people's life. Mm. Um, and I also think it's essential that you know what type of friend you are in people's life. Mm, okay. I'm not everyone's, like... So people come to me for like a lot of advice. Like they'll tell me their whole life. But then me, I'm like a little shut off. I don't, I mean, I do the podcast, but that's one side of me. I don't really want other people to know a different side of me. If you listen to that, okay, perfectly fine. But 
if I'm your turnip friend, or maybe we're just a friend that hang out during the holiday season because we don't have any family, I'm perfectly fine with that. Right. As long as we keep communication and ain't no shade or any like beef going on, I'm good. Yeah. Call yeah. me for the club. Call me for a happy hour. Call me to do this, that, and the third. Let me know where I am in your life. Right. Yeah. Because I, I just kind of figured that out in the last couple of years. Like, I have certain friends to do certain things with. Like, I can't do everything with certain people. Right. And because one time I did, and then I was just like, oh, well, she doesn't really like this. And then now that just ruined my fun time that I wanted to have because I was really excited about this thing. And I was like, oh, well, and you know, and also I like to like bring people that's like, okay, they probably haven't done this before. Let's mm-hmm. try this together. Let's try something new. I'm I'm type person. Like, I, I want to go, let's go here. Let's go to this new restaurant. Let's try this. Let's travel, go to a little tiny house. Let's do all this other stuff, fun stuff. Cause I just want to try it. And some people are like, mm, well, I don't know. Okay. Well, See, my whole mood just you need adventurous friends like me i'm up for all that let me know and i will pack the car and just okay we we're doing a weekend together where are we going we're going to go see some tiny houses come on yes. <laughs> there's there's a place that i want to go here in florida there's a tiny house um airbnb what and it's next it's not far from the beach and i was like i just want to go just for like a weekend. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And just get you know get some wine and just chill, just do nothing. Just, Mimosas on deck, you know. Right, and just relax and just like I always wanted to like see what a tiny house is like, like to live in anyway. Because eventually mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't need all this space. Like I need my computer, I need a TV, I need a bathroom and a bed. That's it. <laughs> Like I'm trying to be outside gardening. Like I, I've I've started doing that because um, my grandmother, when I was younger, she used to garden, and and I forgot like how much that brought her so much joy. So I was like, I wonder if I, can, you know, I have the same green thumb, which I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you know, the way this world set up, I might start having my own sustainable stuff because I don't know what's going to happen, you know? So <laughs> let me fear for myself. Every There's an invention for everybody. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, most of it right now is just like trying to cope with everything, trying to find your happy mm-hmm. just within yourself too. Cause you know, it's just, it, you struggling just to, just to get through the damn day, <laughs> you know, just what, what I, I, this, like this year has just been so, ugh, ugh. Every, month, every month it's something new. Every right? month. And it seems like every month is so long. And I'm like, this year is the longest fucking year <laughs> of my life. Like September is still here. And it's like, I'm like October, November, December, just Come on, just swipe away, and then let's start in 2021. Not saying that it's going to get any better. I know. But I don't think we're going to get back to normal until 2022. I feel like it's going to be longer than that. Oh, really? I don't know. It's just like people are just – I saw the other day, which 
you know, I you have to meditate before you get on social media. But uh, I'm serious, man, because these people are like, no more masks. And I'm like, but this, but do you know this virus still killing people? Do, do you not know that? Like, you worried about not wearing a mask, but people are still dying from this. Do you even care? No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't give a shit. You they don't, don't care about themselves at this point. You know how many times I had to walk back to the car just to get a mask? Like, I'm tired. Okay. Yeah. But I'm still wearing one. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so get over yourselves. It ain't about you. It's about taking care of people, you know? And now with this whole election going on, and it's just, it's bringing out people's just, ugh, just politics is just crazy. I've and, never liked politics. Huh? I said, I've never liked politics. See, only reason I know about it because I worked in um, radio. Mm-hmm. And oh it was a political show. Woo. The things you learn, you know, because being like, I, it's a lot of stuff I didn't know about until I was the producer on this radio talk show. And I'm like, these people really think like this. Like, and you have, I mean, and the audience was black and white, you know, because I met a lot of the listeners too from the show, but it's Alabama, you know, Alabama, they're <laughs> a little backwards, you know. <laughs> a lot. A lot. And so it's just like learning all this stuff. And it's just like, I don't think anybody, like, there's no good person in politics. It's just the lesser of two evils. I feel like they lied to us. Oh, they all do. Um, they're going to tell us what we want to hear. And then when they get in office, they're going to do whatever they want to, because I can do that. I mean, I do it at job interviews. Yep. I want to grow with the company. Um, I want to do this, that, and a third, but knowing damn well in my head, I'm like, I really only need y'all for about a year, but I'm going to act like I want to grow with the company. We do, have, we all done it. Yes, we <laughs> So that's how I look at it. I'm just like, I really need to see action. Don't tell me anything. Just show me at this point. And that's from anybody in the White House. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, the way <laughs> the way this world's set up right now, I don't know. We need somebody, Jam. Who are you telling? We need God to come down, too. I might do like my girl, um, Shameless Maya. She moved to Sweden and bought a house. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That they sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> like, they like us over there. We can right. go over there. Like, why not just go out the country and live? Jesus. I mean, it sounds completely normal to me at this point. That's my next, that's my next step. Well, I mean, I've seen a lot of, like, um, cities or countries say they'll give incentives to families or people who be, who want to can work from home to come and live there. Oh. Cuz they need more people, you know. And I'm just like, you know, I can work from home over there. You know, cuz I think it was a couple of Caribbean ones, but I was like, "Ooh, I can't be down there doing hurricane season now. That's June through November, I can't be there. <laughs> I'm going to say um, hurricane season is no joke. Oh, it's not. <laughs> so I was just like, mm. But I thought about it, too. I was like, what would it be like to live out of the country? Because I've, I've known, um, I've, I'm friends with a YouTuber 
um, black YouTuber. She's amazing. And she lives abroad, like teaching English. Um, I think she in Thailand right now. I'm not sure. I think she, she was in Thailand. I have to see where she is now, but I was going to go visit her this year. And just, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go Thailand. She there. We became friends, you know, why not? And well, you know, I guess when I have a good idea, the world said, oh, girl, no, you ain't going no damn. It was like, actually, we're going to sit you down for the next eight months. Right. Because I was like, this year, I'm going to go travel. Like, I, I didn't save the money. I didn't get my credit good. Like, I, I'm good. Like, I was ready. I had stuff planned. I was going to go to film festivals because that's what I really want to do. So I'm like. Okay, I already did Florida Film Festival. Okay, let's go to Toronto. You know, let's go to Austin because why not? And experience other things and just, yeah, my plans were like, and that's another thing that like really brought my depression down. It's like, I had plans. (laughs) Like, and usually I don't plan out because I'm really like, well, I don't know where I'm going to be in six months, you know, or mm-hmm. even if I be here, like, I'm all up in the air. So I was like, but you know what? I was like, this year, I know I'm going to be here. So, you know what? Let's. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> so I'm just like, now I'm just trying to focus on little things that will get me, give me my happy, you know? That's that's what we got to do. I already told you my plan before recording, so yeah. that's why I'm so happy. I'm ready to get the hell up out of New York. Yeah, you got to do what's right for you and not have people tell you, oh, that's selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's one thing that I'm guilty of. Like, if I take time to myself, is that being selfish? You got a child. You can't be doing all this other stuff. And I'm like, but it makes me happy and that brings happiness and joy in my house, you know, cause I don't like negativity. I get my stage and I try to get it out of here. <laughs> I do it every month. Yes, the of the month. I sage this whole damn house. I'm like, you know what? And then even if like, I'm feeling bad, like I'm like, okay, I just, maybe I need to sage and maybe it's just negativity that's mm-hmm. trying to get into my brain. Gotta get it out. I got sage right here. <laughs> We're doing the same thing. I'm like, you know what? I don't feel good right now. Let's just walk around. Let's say some positive affirmations. Because sometimes you need that. Now, is another thing that I want to talk about is because um, I know a lot of people say this when you're going through things, just mm. pray about it and just go on. Mm. Let, let, let the Lord handle it. And so, because <laughs> you know, black folks, you know, <laughs> that's the first thing. Just pray about it. And I'm like, well, I done did that and I, I need more. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I, I don't think that's the only solution, <laughs> you know? And I know a lot of, uh, I don't know if this is in every culture, but I know for black people in general, you know, Therapy is a thing they just like, ooh, why you you crazy? Why you you know, it's always looked upon as something bad in our community. But you just go to church and everything will be fine and pray and that's it. And that solves everything, but it doesn't. Like you need more. I never understood why people say just pray about it. Um <laughs> I mean, obviously I get the 
sentence, but like for me, like I'm spiritual, not religious. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes I want to pray, but then sometimes I just talk to the universe and Mm -hmm. just ask for the things that I know I deserve. Um, And then on top of that, I don't know why therapy is looked down in the black community. Um, It's always been questionable. I like therapy. Um, I'll vouch for it for anybody. Um, I mean, you're literally just talking to someone that went to school for this shit. (laughs) Right. I don't see the, I mean, we go to doctors and we don't talk down on them. So that's why I understand why for us, it's like, oh. For us, it's like normal. It's like, okay, I'm going to go see a therapist. <laughs> and then mom or moms are like, you don't need to go talk to no one. You ain't crazy. I didn't say any of those words, but okay. <laughs> if, that, if that's what therapy said to you, I, I'm not going to talk to you about my therapy sessions because obviously right. you think I'm crazy. Yeah, and that's and I was like, where did this come? Like, this stigma come from? Like, no, that's not what you tell. They gonna blame me for yo. It's it's from your mama. It's it's all this. I'm like, no, I ain't got. I mean, it might come from parents a little bit, but you know. <laughs> the question I redirect is: Do you feel guilty? Because do you have something to tell me? <laughs> no. Mm. Yeah, now I didn't think about that. That's another thing. Like, do you know something that I don't know that I can't remember that is repressed that you don't want to come up? (laughs) No, because people find out stuff during therapy that, you know, they didn't think about before they held it. I know I, and that's probably why I broke down as much as I did. I hold back a lot of things. Like, I repress a lot of things like I don't want to think about it it happens um let me work about eight million jobs so I don't have to think about it if I keep my mind busy and I could just put that on the back shelf I ain't got to think about it it does not exist that's what I do so I know when all this stops my brain was like, okay, girl, so you've been holding that. We going to bring it all to the front. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want it. No, you got time now, girl. You got time to work through these emotions. I will tell you that I agree with every emotion that you just said because I have been going through therapy so much during this whole pandemic when the world started. It was like, okay, so we doing this now or when? And I was like, okay, we'll just do it now. <laughs> we'll just we'll just start attacking one thing at a time and see what happens. So I feel you. Yeah. I think the pandemic was a blessing. Mm. Um, granted it's still horrible with everything that's happening, but like for me personally I have gone through so many sessions of therapy that I probably wouldn't have went through because the world would have been opened like trips and then brunches. And then you just be like, Oh, I don't really need to go this week. We having fun. I'm going out of town. But like, no, it's like literally we have time to work on ourselves. We have time to build businesses. We have time to be creative, to um, redirect our energy, create new friends. I mean, yeah. It's a blessing to me. I hate to say this, but I was like, the pandemic really helps. <laughs> I was like, I finally figured out that I need to deal with my emotions and let it happen and not push them back. So then I'm down and 
you know, because like when I went through my depression a couple years ago, like, you know, my son's father died, my grandmother died, my friend got died, like all in the span of three months, that took me all the way down. And then I was no good to nobody. Like, I was just like, I gained weight. I was depressed. I'm sitting here drinking every single, every single day because that's the only way I can get through it. Um, and I stayed busy because I didn't want to think about it, you know, but I had to drink in order to fall asleep, you know, because if I don't drink and then I'm my mind start wondering and I'm like, no, I can't do it. So it's just like, now I understand drinking does not help me mm-hmm. at all. So I kind of wings off that because that was like my, you know, that was like my semi therapy, like, okay, drink, drink your cares away. Just drink it away. Mm-mm. That ain't nope. Deal with it. Deal with it. And that's what I had to do. I had to deal with it. And I think I'm better because I finally dealt with it, you know, and got those emotions out, which whew, it was hard, child. It was hard. And then, you know, I lost people. Mm-hmm. In my life from this pandemic, I found out some things about people in my life from this pandemic. A lot of shit happened from this goddamn pandemic that I now I realize that maybe it was for the best. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time I was like hurt, but I'm just like, well, if they they're not meant to be there, maybe this is to help you get rid of that person that you really didn't need in your life. Sorry, I got to hurt, sis, but <laughs> this had to happen. And, you know, and now I'm just like, you know what? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I dealt with it. And I'm a person, like, who likes closure, but sometimes you can't always get that. You know? You know? <laughs> and I had to tell myself, like, you can't get it all the time. You ain't meant to get it all the time. I want it because I want I want clarity. I want to know, like, what is this? Something I did? What happened? But it's not all about me. It's maybe that person's going through something and I don't know what it is. And it has nothing to do with me. Stop being, like, fully yourself, Ricky. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I enjoy closure, too. But my therapist also told me, she was like, you don't need, ther- you, you don't need closure from everybody. Sometimes the book is just closed. And I was like... The door is closed. Like, okay. I was like, that's real. So Yeah, let it go. All right, you go. Oh, we've come <laughs> to the end. <laughs> yeah. I can't let go, but you know what? I'm letting go. Okay. I'm going to be emotional. Okay, I'm definitely definitely was emotional when I didn't get closure. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, what? what was it about me that you didn't want to tell me? Just that I was the crazy one. And then I realized you're the crazy one. <laughs> exactly. You're going through something. It's not me. Whatever it is, you work on you, boo. I'm going to be here getting my life. Okay? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't have time to be worried about somebody else. I, I got one person to worry about. That's me and this child of mine. And that's it. <laughs> For real. That's all I got to worry about. Being an adult is a lot. Mm-hmm. I hate adulting. It's like I tell my son all the time, like, you you have a couple more years till you like on your own doing stuff. Like you need to like get this thing together. Like you got it easy right now. 
Like you're gonna have to get a job and help mama out something because mama is tired. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he understands how much I have to do for him. You know, and I, I just don't I mean, I don't think I understood either, you know, when I was younger. I was just like, I'm here, I'm in school, so you should be happy that I'm still in school and okay. I didn't have, and I'm not pregnant. That was like my biggest thing when I was in high school, like I graduated, I didn't get pregnant, boom. That's a feat. Mine was I didn't go to jail and I graduated from high school, so I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, when I was out here cutting the shits, acting a whole damn fool in the middle of the streets, I was like, you know what, Marco, just graduate. Just let's just do that. Mm-hmm. I feel you. And then when I finished school, I was like, you know what? I just, I, I took a gap year. I, I didn't even know it was called gap year. I just took it because I was like, I've been in school for 12 years. I am tired. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm tired. I do not want to be, I don't want to go back. No. So, you know, and then my dad was like, well, you want to do something. Either you want to go to school or you going to the military. And I was like, I guess I'll go to school. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll figure this whole school thing out. Just give me one year though. Just give me, just let me just take a break. Like, let me just take a break. Let me work. Let me try to get myself together, figure out, because I, I did not know what I, and that's one thing I wish I would have did was took more time to figure out what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and not just rushing into something because that's what, you know, my family wanted me to do. And now like 28, 30 years old, finally figuring out what I want to do, you know, and I could have been doing this way earlier, but you know, everything happens for a reason. I'm here, the stars aligned and all this is happening. So it's a good thing. But, you know, it's just like now with my son, I'm like, what do you want to do? Oh, you didn't like it? Okay, let's do something else, you know? Let's go to the drawing board again. Yeah, because I don't want him to feel like I did when I was younger where I didn't get a chance to um, figure out me. You know, I'm damn near about to be 41 in two weeks and, you know, still figuring myself out, you know, and still trying to learn me. I was, uh, I got this app. I don't know if you heard of it called Pattern. No. What is it? So it's like a hard, like you put in your, um, your date of birth, what time and all that stuff. And it'll, you know, it pretty much reads you. <laughs> like it's telling you like so today it was like it's important for you to learn to be your best your own best partner and not define yourself by someone else but at times your happiness can depend on others what others think of you and I was like okay so you ain't had to talk to me like that <laughs> you being real disrespectful right now <laughs> but you right though <laughs> I'm not going to cuss you out. I'm just going to say, I just need you to back up just a little bit, six feet. I need to be my own best friend, you know, and I always, I always was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like since high school, like I always had somebody like, and I had to like, I don't, I didn't like being by myself. I like being around people and not knowing that some people would just bring that negative energy, but you know, I learned now. I was like, I've been, this is the longest I've ever been single. And I'm like, you know what? 
maybe this is for a reason, <laughs> you know, learn about yourself, learn about me, learn about what I want. And now I finally learned that, did I ever have a good relationship with anybody? No. <laughs> I was answering it for me. Because <laughs> you think about it, it's just like, oh, oh, no, no, that was, oh, that was not a good time. That was very uh toxic relationship you didn't think about it at the time but it was and you know that might be why I get so triggered by relationships period because I just I feel like if it's going too good something gonna go wrong or mm-hmm. if I do certain things like <laughs> this is so stupid but if I say your number in my phone put your name and save it in my phone something gonna go wrong and I swear to God that happened one time like I was like okay things are going good all right I'm gonna put his real name in here now I'm gonna save it and then boom something happened <laughs> Ricky so I thought I was the only person that thinks like that I do not save people's numbers on purpose like we have to be talking for like a like not even like talking like relationship wise, but even like friends. Like we have to have like longevity before like I can save your number. We have to go through like a friendship of something of something sort. I'm like, you know what? They are real ass nigga. Let me save their number. Right. Yeah. Uh, you can't put you can't put numbers in the phone too early. <laughs> Who you telling? People, like, show, they, people show their true colors. <laughs> exactly. And I just don't, I was like, I don't know what it is because I swear, I was like, everything's going good. All right. Let me, let me stop just having your number trying to figure out which one is yours. I'm going to save it. And then, God damn it, two weeks later, boom. Gots to be more careful. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one because I was just like, is this weird not saving? <laughs> no, I do that too. Actually, I should talk about that on my show. But yes, that is, <laughs> I, I'm not saving nobody's number so I can go and delete it two weeks later. Hello? That's going out of my way to do something both times. So now I'm wasting twice as much time to delete you. Right. <laughs> but then also one thing I do miss about being in a relationship is the companionship though mm-hmm. you know just having that person come home like hey this is what happened my job blah 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 how's your day let's just sit here and just watch TV and just cuddle a little bit and that's it like I, I'd be happy with just that like no, that's not going to happen. I would be happy without the conversation. There are some times that I just don't want to talk to people, but I want people in my presence. Mm, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I'm like, mm, I'm not mad at you. You're great. I just don't want to talk. But still come cuddle and come lay next to me. I just don't right. want to talk. Right. <laughs> don't, talk. <laughs> don't talk. And it sounds really rude, but like, I just, the idea of somebody being in somebody's vibe is really sexy to me. Mm. Like if you can just vibe with somebody and just be there and not talk to them, I just that's a that's an unmatched energy. Mm. Mm. I had never thought about that, but I feel you. Mm-hmm. Like little to minimum conversation. I'm going mm-hmm. into the kitchen. Do you need something to drink? No. But no. also, no. I need my space. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want you in the living room right now. Can you go to the bedroom? I just, <laughs> 
I and see, that's why I think I don't know if I could. My friend was like, I don't know if you could ever live with somebody, Ricky, because you would. I've never ever lived with anybody like significant other. Really? Never. So she was like, she, <laughs> my friend's like, mm, I don't know. That'll be a big change for because I because I don't know if it's uh, only child syndrome thing or, but. I like my alone time. Don't bother me. I I just just let me be in my room by myself. Like just stay out here. Like my son does it. He just because he just watches TV. He don't care. But I just like yesterday he was in the living room. I was in my bedroom, just both just chilling. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. Like I don't want to be up under you all the time. I don't want you to be up under me all the time. But when we do, it's good. But just let me have my little break. That's why I was like, if I ever get married, I want to like a tiny house outside where I could just go. <laughs> Not so you want like an Oprah situation. Yeah, but I'm staying in the little house in the back for a little while while you at the big house, so I can have my little cave, woman cave, and just mm-hmm. chill out. <laughs> I dig it. I think everybody needs that. I would actually like. I would actually sign up for that if I had somebody in. But yeah, so I think we should get two separate spaces, but still live. To- sign me up, <laughs> right? You said I can just go alone, and you trust me, and I can just do what I need to do there, and just be back at a decent or not decent, but you know, not too long away from the household, right? Yeah, because I need my space sometimes. Yeah, that's why yourself. Exactly. So, and then he gets his time to himself. I get my time. Everybody happy. Like, and th- and that's another thing. Like, what we learn from insecure communication. <laughs> Look, okay. communication. And you know who is pregnant in real life? Mm, who? Condola. Oh, she pregnant in real life. She pregnant in real life. Oh, so Issa is <laughs> Issa. She know, how to do, she know how to do a story. That's what I'm saying, because when I saw the picture, and I was like, wait, her ass pregnant for real? Oh, I see what you did. I see what you did. Like, you know she always does, like, little Easter egg hunts like that. Like, um, Insecure ended right before Father's Day. So then everybody was like, happy Father's Day, Lawrence, because remember at the end of the season? Oh, yeah. you know what? Lawrence was was trending on Father's Day. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's pretty dope how, like, they really think that far out for everything. Yes, I love it, man. She just, that's one thing I I, I think that's going to bring me joy, too, is just, like, being creative. Because she, like, just looking at her last night and just just all the the joy and stuff that, you know, even if they didn't win, they were happy because – she was like, I don't know if it was her or Yvonne, but she was like, I see you, Black Twitter. You know, she's like, even though we didn't, I, or it might have been one of the producers. I follow, like, a lot of them from Insecure. Uh-huh. But, you know, you might not get that Emmy, but you know you touch Black people all over. Like, this show is everything to us. We love it. And 
we if we could give you we need the black award so we can give you <laughs> the black emmy award okay okay we better to start our we need we really do need to start our own like movie music like everything Right, because I'm like, we're not getting recognized, but you already know Black people love this show. Like, you gave us two ep- extra, what, three extra episodes that, was it three? No, it was two. Uh, was it two? Because she gave us ten, we normally got eight. Okay, so it was two. So, I mean, you know, that was a blessing for us. Okay, I was so happy. <laughs> like, so, you know... I'm not mad. I mean, I I hate that she didn't win it, but also it doesn't matter because she already knows she got support from us. It's kind of, um, it's kind of like the, my, my legacy is going to speak for itself. I don't really need an award situation. And that's what I love about, well, all black people, but like, whatever, like I got nominated. That was enough for me, but they need to start giving us our credit where credit is due. Right. But I love how we as black people like, oh, we don't really need the award. We supported our community. They love us. That is big enough for me. And I like that energy. Keep that energy. Yeah. Yeah. That was also um it trickled down to the younger generations. Like, oh, you don't need to be first place or the top artist or whatever the case may be. You can just do your talent and have your own fan base. Right. And that's the thing is, like, even if you just t- touch one person, mm-hmm. you made a difference in that person's life. And that person might tell somebody else that feels the same way, like, hey, look, I found this. This is great. Like, when Issa did Awkward Black Girl, and I found that on YouTube, and mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I'm kind of awkward. Okay, let me see what this is about. And, you know, and... It ain't what it is today, but, you know, she put so much effort to it and it was relatable, you know, and I'm just like, I like this. And now I'm just like, well, what is what is my thing? So now I'm working on some things that I'm just like, well, maybe this will be my thing because, you know, now I see that people like listening to my show. Maybe I should do more on video side because... I'm, I have so many ideals. I just need, I, I just, I'm so afraid to do it because I don't think people would like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like this platform of doing podcasting, I was like, I don't know if nobody would like it because it's so personal to me. Mm-hmm. But also, it's important, but I want people to. You know, I was scared to share it. Like, the first time I did it, I was scared to share it because I was like, nobody wants to hear this. Who wants to hear this? <laughs> people want to hear you, huh? Yeah. So, and especially for us, you know, and I'm not trying to be all old Black people, but, I mean, it's a lot of things that we don't talk about that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, and this year, if any year, is the year to get all that out and us dealing with everything and even like certain, like certain things, like just being happy, hell, just to smile. Right. We need all of that. So anyway, all right. (laughs) This therapy session right here. Okay. Hey, you know, therapy with friends are also a thing too. If you don't want to see somebody that is licensed, use your friends. Until, you know, you feel confident enough to go see a stranger. 
technically because they are a stranger, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> and finding the right one, because my son was going to uh, counseling and he let me, you know, stay in the room because the lady was like, well, usually we ask the parents to leave, but we also ask the kids if they want your parents to stay. So he said stay. And the lady is an older white lady. <laughs> and so I was like, I, I think we only went like three times. And I was just like, I wasn't feeling it. I was just, some of the things she was saying, like, I don't think she understands. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what he's going through and the way she talked to it just, I didn't, it just, I just, it didn't feel right. And I was like, I just don't want to go back. And I was like, I know he needs it. And then the only other therapist that was there was an older white man. I was like, okay, I can't. You know, I said, I think for my son, he needs somebody that is black, one, mm-hmm. that is a male, too, because he doesn't have that many males in his life. You know, and some people are like, well, you know, strong black women. I was like, I understand that. But he also needs a male figure in his life. Can I speak on that? That's actually really good. Um, so I'm actually going through that right now. Um, I've only, so I'm the only boy or the male in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I have three sisters and then I have a brother on my dad's side. So um, my mom's the only child. So I've never really had like a male figure in my life. Um, I've had like, you know, like counselors and like things at school, but like no one that like really stuck with me. So my after I get discharged from this um, therapist, discharged in a good way, y'all, um, I'm going to take a break from therapy and apply all the lessons that we've learned together, just because I think it's essential just to take a break and just use those lessons instead of just keep going on and on. But I'm also considering um, getting a male, a black male therapist for my next one, just because I think I'm ready to attack those um, folds of my life of why I don't have black males in my life and what have my father done to me that traumatized me on why I don't feel certain ways around other black men. So I'm excited. Um, I know it's going to be tough and I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of tears happening. Mm. But, um, I do think it's beneficial that like you looked at it from a different perspective. Like, no, like he doesn't have that. So if he's going to talk to anybody, I want to highly suggest that it's someone that he could relate himself in. Yeah. So I think that's amazing. Yeah. Cause I talked to him about it. I was like, you know, I want to get you a mentor, um, somebody that, you know, I was like, would you be up for it? And he was like, sure. <laughs> you know, kids. <laughs> but I still, I mean, I'm, I'm the type of person that, you know, I, want to relate to him like I want him to know okay I'm not just gonna throw this at you hey you gotta do this you know what I'm saying like some things you know hey look let's talk about it you know because even when I was thinking about leaving I still talked to him about it because you know this does affect him as well you know because a lot of times parents just do stuff and you just like oh well nobody talked to me about it but then you know what I'm saying but they like oh well you a child you gonna do what you told you know, and that's mm-hmm. you're like that's 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 not how this works. <laughs> right. So I'm not trying to bring that on to. I'm like some things I can't control, mm-hmm. but I still talk to him. Like, look, 
now this is what's happening. Mama got to do this. I'm sorry. You know, like when we moved back to Alabama, I'm like, mama ain't got no job right now. You know, I got to let go. We just going to have to go back home for a little while. You know, I'm sorry. That's it. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. But if there's something like, okay, let me weigh my options, but also consider his feelings too. You know, because a lot of times they do not consider our feelings when we were younger. <laughs> at all. Zero. Not at all. So, you know, that trauma, oof. I don't even want to. I know somebody, I think it was Crystal, who was talking about like working through her inner child and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, ooh, child, I don't, mm-mm. I don't <laughs> work through all that that happened because that's, ooh, that's a lot. I was going to say, I'm not going that far back, and I am perfectly fine with not going that far back. Um, I'm just looking towards the future of how certain situations affect me now. <laughs> because the childhood would probably take a good two years to unpack everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going back. Yeah, I can't go. I can't waste two years on something that I didn't have control over. Right. <laughs> right. You just, you just. Try not to be that person that that person was being to you. And that's another thing that kind of got me depressed, too, because it's just like I have nobody else to talk to, like, about him. You know what I mean? I have my parents and stuff, but, you know, ultimately the decision is mine of what I do with him. And I'm just like, I need some, Like, I need help. Okay. You know, it's just like I need help with that. Like raising a child, I'm glad I got one because I don't know how people do it with more. But uh, <laughs> I don't even know how people do it with one because it's I, a lot, dude. Like it's a lot. Like if I go back to the hands of time, I'm be like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> like this is a lot, and people don't tell you about that. Like I tell my friends now, I'm like, if you don't have a child and you don't want one, don't have one. And don't have one to please somebody or think that it's going to make your relationship strong because it's not. It's going to make it worse because some people think children will help a relationship. Sometimes it won't. No. Well, I don't know. Let me stop. Well, I mean, it won't. Because <laughs> it's more stressful because you now you got another person and then you ain't dealt with what you got going on with that person. So, yeah. But anywho, all right, let's get off of this. We done. All right, so Marco. <laughs> you see what y'all see why I love Ricky? Because she had to say she'll just be like, all right, so mm. <laughs> So boom. Okay, so boom. Okay. So um Marco, thank you so much for coming on my show. Let the people know where they can find you. Um, y'all can find me at this is hear me out on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to hear me out, you can find me wherever you find your favorite artists. So that is Apple, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, wherever you listen to music, you can find me at. So hear me out. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really thank you for inviting me. We'll definitely have you on, um, hear me out over here. Yes, 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 yes. So as always, be you, be beautiful, be wonderful, have a good time, bring joy to your life, and I will see you next time. (laughs) Bye.
right, guys. Thank you for listening. You've been awesome. Make sure you go and rate us. Five stars would be nice. So go iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you podcast, leave a review, rate me, let me know how I'm doing. I really need your feedback because that helps me help you. We help each other. We see each other. Okay. So if you can do that for me, become a dot, dot, dot podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, rate us, review us. I don't know why I'm saying us because it's just me, but please do that. Come on. Help us sister out. All right. Bye. Yeah.